The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. Now, today is my turn. All of you are welcome to the Dhamma talk today. So, today I thought to discuss a little bit about sense of urgency, how you develop, how we develop sense of urgency to engage with this, uh, the practice of the path. Okay. <laughs> okay, today <laughs> I, I would like to discuss a little bit about how we uh, develop a sense of urgency to engage with the, the right practice, the practice of the path. So when we are aware of the realities of our life, according to Buddhism, how Lord Buddha introduced us, this, the realities of this life, realities of our body and mind. So we uh, naturally, if you are mindful with the right understanding, this, then the nature of, naturally the sense of urgency arises within us because we see how our mind is naturally flowing with the support of our past intentions. Each and every moment, how our mind engages with objects and how these uh, feelings, perceptions, volitions arise within us and drives our mind each and every moment. It is a natural flow. It is a natural way of happening things. When you aware of this, these realities within us, so the natural sense of urgency arises within us. So we should, how do we uh, maintain uh, without the, our mentality, without falling into unskillful mental states, un unskillful verbal actions, unskillful bodily actions? This is automatically arise within us because it is the way how this body and mind works. So we, when you develop mindfulness to a certain level, then you see how our mind works automatically. So it always runs based on causes and conditions and each and every moment. So the mindfulness is a thing that you... Uh, relate to the present moment mentalities, the mind, how uh, we leave it alone, let the things be, and then use our mind or mentality according uh, to, the, then we can filter and use only the skillful stuff, just let go the unskillful stuff. So the letting go is the main practice. The, what we develop in the present moment, the, the developing the mindfulness in the present moment. So that's why it is important to understand this is a, this our mind is a natural phenomenon. The mentalities arise, mentality arise in our mind. So that means the, the, these feelings, perceptions, volitions arise in our mind is a natural phenomenon. So when mind contact an object, any object. The objects come through your eye, ear, nose, tongue, and body. And objects come to your mind. That is sight, sound, smells, taste, touches, and thoughts come to our mind. It is a natural phenomena. It is, a, it is the way how it works. So when you are when you aware of that reality, so we, we are we take care about what is happening within us. So we relate to this phenomena in a different way. We, we train our mind to leave, it, leave the things alone, Le not directly in, engage with what is arising within us. With, within us. So we 
think twice or we relate to these things as impermanent stuff not arise because i me myself these things arise based on causes and conditions at each and every moment we mindfully leave them alone and use according to the situation according to the necessity of the present moment so that is a training that is a kind of training that is a that is the way how we uh, practice uh, mindfulness and uh, uh, the, the uh, right attention right attention that is the one we are practicing all the, the in the present moment and develop the right mindfulness on each and every moment so these things we have to keep in mind because if you don't have right attention then you you are naturally your mind goes with the the objects come to your mind it is it is the way how this mind works because always this consciousness is based on uh, delusion it is a part of the system so then all when the mind contact object feelings perceptions volitions arise within the mind so it is it always based on delusion the delusion is a part of the system that's why feelings and perceptions leads to the volitions the 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 the, the, the reactions arise in your mind intentions arise in your mind uh, cho- choices arise in your mind so this is a this is the natural way of happening things it is the way of happening things it is the it is the natural flow of happening things that is called asava in in pali term is asava it is outflows of mind so if you are mindful you can deal with these things wisely you can use it with the wisdom of the the, the with the understanding of the nature of mind so because when you live this the, in this world as a human we have to deal with the, the uh, our body and mind in a, each and every moment so that's why lord buddha say uh, we have to develop the right mindfulness in the present moment and then you can develop it to the higher states to totally abandon the five senses and liberate from the five senses that is the higher level of the practice but the 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 basic level of practicing mindfulness is satisamprajanya so the use the mindfulness with right understanding in the present moment then you can avoid all unskillful mentality and develop the li- right skill skillful mentality and skillful verbal actions skillful bodily actions and skillful the uh, or right uh, livelihood because if sometimes if you if you are engaged in wrong livelihood it leads to suffering it leads to lot of uh, remorse and uh, uh, blaming yourself is come back to you so that's why lord buddha say when you are practicing the right mindfulness in the present moment so you develop the the skillful intentions or the uh, right motivation and then right verbal actions right bodily actions right livelihood so this is the day to day life how do we develop these things so for developing these things you should develop the right mindfulness in the present moment to 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 relate to the the objects come to your mind in the present moment so that is the right mindfulness you have to develop at the beginning so sati sampajanya that is the mindfulness with right understanding about the thing so because this the mind this men, mentality is a flow of flow natural flow it is it is a it is a way how it happens because uh, it arises based on causes and conditions at each and every moment and it just a natural flow that is that is called asava so the the according to the sabbasava sutta the 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 one sutta come in diganikaya so the long uh, discourses 
Lord Buddha say this first you you calming down this this flow of happening things by associating with kalyanamittas the seeing the people who practice the path and understanding how they see this life how they see this body and mind and you develop that way of seeing in the right way so once you develop once you understand first listen to them and understand how they see this life so they see this life as impermanent so that means all your feelings perceptions volitions all your the forms you interact through your eye ear nose tongue body are impermanent and your eye in the same time your eye ear nose tongue body also impermanent not fixed these are uncertain there is certain level of uncertainty so it is a level of uncertainty always involved in your eye ear nose tongue body and mind and in the same time <clears throat> sight sounds smells taste touches and thoughts have certain level level of uncertainty is there so that's why then you see the value of these things are not fixed these are you give a lower value to your feelings perceptions and volitions arise in your mind so then you can quickly let go things release your mind from these strong feelings perceptions and volitions and you can you know how to let go things so this is helpful to cut off all unskillful mentality only use skillful mentality when it is necessary to use otherwise you just cut off and let go and free your mind from those things so sense of urgency arises within you when you see you don't have a control on these things you have to cultivate the good practices to gain a little bit control on your mind and you you can only thing you can develop to higher states so cut off the whole thing and liberate your mind when you are mindful you have a certain level of control so little bit control to cut off and let go and free your mind and think twice and how to relate with these things in skillful way skillful verbal actions then you develop the skillful verbal actions skillful bodily actions when you gain the con- little bit control on your mind and let go these things you develop by practicing the right thing practicing the right view right uh, mentality and then r- r- right right intentions you cultivate right intentions then you cultivate right verbal actions and bodily actions so for doing all these things first of all, first of all you should have the mindfulness you should develop the the skillful the skillful way of uh, the, the maintaining your mentality that means the uh, right attention you develop the right attention in the present moment we, then you attend to the objects in the right way on the right right uh, mentality that means the right attention means Uh, understanding things are impermanent not under my i me myself control this is a natural flow of happening things if you miss you fall into suffering if you if you attach to objects if you crave to things it leads to suffering it leads to the the uh, it suffering is coming behind the the craving it is a part of the system if you want things it leads to suffering because things are impermanent so that's why you should keep in mind this right understanding and then you practice letting go letting go release your mind from attachments craving and it creates happiness within you contentment uh then this is the way how things works so we ha- when you are keeping in mind this reality you can release your mind from strong attachments and greed strong greed and hatred so these are the basics i am reminding you so the sense of urgency is the important thing you should have so how it come to you when you are practicing right attitude 
towards the, 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 the phenomena, then you start seeing how your mind works, how, your, how things arise and pass away. So I will read today a sutta, then you can ask questions. So this is, this is the way, this is just uh, the sutta among thousands of suttas. Just I pick this one up and just read how Lord Buddha teach us to, to be aware of for how things arise and pass away. So just, you are just inspired to use mindfulness in the present moment to see how things arise and how things ceases. So then when you see these things, it is a natural flow. It is a natural um, uh, way of happening things. These are the natural outflows of mind. It is a part of the system. It is not your problem. It is a part of all human bodies and minds. So then you know it is a part of the system. Then you know you have to cultivate good habits to control the all the understand these things and keep your mind aware of this natural phenomena and relate to your body and mind in the right way. So then you can deal with your mentality in the right way and cultivate good uh, intentions and abandon all bad intentions. So then you develop the right verbal actions, right bodily actions, but that is not the end of suffering. For ending the suffering, you have to develop your mind beyond this five sense world. So <clears throat> when you are engaged with five sense world, all the time you have choices. You have intentions. It is a part of the system. So once you abandon these five senses and de develop your mind to go beyond the five senses and go to the mind realm and stay there, so then you know how to liberate your mind from the suffering related to your five senses. Because for a human, all your interests, li interests lies on the five sense world. Once you develop your mind beyond the five sense world, then you see the liberation, even though it is a temporary one, you, but you directly experience the liberation from suffering of this five sense world or the human world. You liberate your mind from five sense world objects. So then you experience directly how you can liberate your mind from suffering temporarily. But still you are attached to the mind world. So, but you know, when you are contemplate on these things as impermanent, and these things arise based on causes and conditions, these things go to cessation when the causes and conditions are ceasing, and the mind come back to the five sense world. You see this phenomena within you. Then you see how to liberate your mind from even those, these higher states of mind. That means the, 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 the the fine material realm or immaterial realm, you know how to liberate. You, you get the, the motivation to liberate your mind from all these states also and go to the total cessation. Once you experience the total cessation, then you know you have no more thing to do beyond that because you know how to achieve those states, the higher states of mind. So then the delusion go to the end you know how to liberate, fully liberate your mind from all experiences. Then no more craving you leave in your mind to, to experience any state of this, the, the state of experiences. That is the, even the fine material realm or immaterial realm experiences also impermanent and arise based on causes and conditions. And those things, those things also go to cessation when the causes and conditions are no more exist. So that's why it always, this is a conditional process. So when you experience the, the full liberation, then you are inspired to let go all the, all the, the, the cravings, wanting to all sorts of experiences. So that is the end. So anyway, for when you are living in this five sense world, when you see things as impermanent and not under your control, things arise based on causes and conditions, your mind naturally tends to let go things and free your mind because all these things are impermanent and leads to suffering. You see it within yourself. So the, the root cause is 
to developing the mind mindfulness the root cause is to uh, first listening to dhamma and mindfully uh, reflect on dhamma and develop mindfulness then once you develop the mindfulness you start seeing how things arise and ceases within within us so i will read this sutta then you can uh, see how lord buddha teach these things to us uh i'm reading uh, ajan sujato's translation of uh uh, uh sutta kam in samyukta nikaya the link discourses this is uh, i will read the, the pali the way of uh, the the pali names of these things samyukta nikaya khanda vagga samyutta khanda samyutta majjima pannasaka ஃப்ளவர்ஸ் that is the the set of suttas and uh, this name of sutta is in english the how uh, ajan sujato translated it the ads a d z d ads so this is vasi jata vasi jata is the singular meaning is the it is a it is a tool used to shape up the wood so in singhala language we say uh vaya it is a tool which used to shape the wood adds so i i will read the sutta now this is the, the ajan sujato's translation at savatti mendicants i say that the ending of outflows asava ending of defilements the ajan sutato translated defilements but it is a, the literal meaning is the ending of outflows is for one who knows and sees not for one who does not know or see for one who knows and sees what such is form such is the origin of form such is the ending of form for one who knows and sees what such is form such is the origin of form such is the ending of form such is the feeling such is the origin of feeling such is the ending of feeling such is the perception such is the origin of perception such is the ending of perception such are choices such are origin of choices such are the ending of choices such is consciousness such is the origin of consciousness such is the ending of consciousness the ending of outflows is one who knows and one who sees this this is how lord buddha explained this dhamma so when you start seeing things and knowing things then it leads to the cessation of these outflows so then you your mind inclined to let go things and release your mind from these outflows when you see how things arise how things ceases how all these forms feelings perceptions and volitions and consciousnesses arise and ceases so you can see when you are mindful 
when you develop the mindfulness. So this is how Lord Buddha the, the, the teach this Dhamma. When a mendicant is not committed, committed to, to development or the, to, to practice the, 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 the right mindfulness, when a mendicant is not committed to development, they might wish, if only my mind was freed from the defilements by not grasping, even so, their mind is not freed from defilement by not grasping. Why is that? You should say, it is because they are undeveloped or haven't practiced. Abhavitatta, they haven't practiced. Undevelopment in what? Undeveloped, undeveloped in four kinds of mindfulness. There is not practicing, haven't practiced the four kinds of mindfulness. The four uh, right efforts, the four bases of power, maybe psychic power, the five faculties, the five powers, the seven awakening fa factors, and the noble eightfold path. Suppose, there was a chicken with eight or ten or twelve eggs, but she had not properly sat on them to keep them warm and incubated. The chicken might wish, if only my chicks would break out of the eggshell with their claws and break beak and hatch safely. But they can't break out and hatch safely. Why is that? Because the chicken with the 8 or 10 or 12 eggs has not properly sat on them and keep them warm and incubated. In the same way, when a mendicant is not committed to the practice, they might wish if only my mind was freed from defilements by not grasping, even so, their mind is not freed from defilements by not grasping. Why is that? You should say, it is because they are not practiced. They are, not, they are undeveloped. Undeveloped in what? Undeveloped in four kinds of mindfulness, four right efforts, the four bases of power, the five faculties, the five powers, the five, uh, the seven awakening factors, and noble eightfold path. When a mendicant is committed to develop, they might not wish if only my mind was freed from defilements by not grasping. Even so, their mind is freed from defilements by not grasping. Why is that? You should say it is because they are practiced and developed. Developed in what? Developed in four, mind, four kinds of mindfulness. The four uh, right efforts, the four bases of power, the five faculties, the five powers, the seven awakening factors, and noble eightfold path. Suppose there was a chicken with eight or ten, ten or twelve eggs, and she properly sat on them to keep them warm and incubated. That chicken might not wish. If only my chicks could break out of the eggshell with their claws and break a beak and hatch safely, but still they can break out of, break out and hatch safely. Why is that? Because 
the chicken with eight or 10 or 12 eggs properly set on them and keep them warm and incubated. In the same way, when a mendicant is committed to development, they might not wish. If only my mind was freed from defilements by not grasping. Even so, their mind is freed from defilements by not grasping. Why? Why is that? You should say, it is because they are developed, they are practiced. The, developed in what? Developed in four kinds of mindfulness. Four, uh, the four right efforts, the four bases of psychic power, the five faculties, the five powers, the, the seven awakening factors, and the noble eightfold path. Suppose a carpenter or their apprentice sees the marks of his uh, fingers and thumb on the handle of the edge. They do not, they don't know how much of the handle was worn away today, how much yesterday, how much previously. They just know what has been worn away. In the same way, when a mendicant committed to the development, they don't know how much of the defilements were worn away today, how much yesterday, and how much previously. They just know what has been worn away. Suppose there was a seafaring ship bound together with ropes. For six months, they deteriorated uh, in the water. Then, in the cold season, it was hauled up on the dry land. Where the ropes were weathered by wind and sun. When the clouds soaked it with rain and ropes would rapidly collapse and rot away. In the same way, when the mendicant is committed to the development, their fetters readily collapse and not rot away. So this is the sutta that Lord Buddha taught in one, in, we can find it in Samyutta Nikaya. So the meaning of this is, if you engage with uh, right mindfulness, it leads to the development of all the factors of Noble Eightfold Path. So it is, it is the way how uh, uh, we uh, they practice this Noble Eightfold Path. The most important thing is the first factor of Noble Eightfold Path, right view. When you see the world in the right way, then you develop the right understanding about your body and mind. You see how, how this mind works and how it flows like a, like a strong stream. It is flowing naturally. So then you, you see the sense of urgency. You, if you don't ca take care about these things, it just go according to their way and you, you can't stop the suffering arise within your body and mind. It is a part of the system. So then you naturally arouse the sense of agency, urgency to take care of these things and stop falling into the unskillful uh, bodily states, verbal, verbal actions and bodily actions by protecting your mind not to fall into the unskillful mental states. So then you develop the mindfulness in the present moment. It, is, it should be in the present moment. Otherwise, you can't, you can't think about your future because the future arises based on the causes and conditions at that moment. So that's why you have to develop, practice the mindfulness in the present moment. So then when you engage in the present moment right practices, it will help in your future. That is how it happens. So if you have any questions, you can ask now. So.
if I can just lift a hand if you ask questions. Um, thank you, thank you, Bante, for a uh, most interesting talk. Um, I was listening to somebody, uh, as we, we can, on our iPads and so on, who I thought very interesting, and I just wanted to uh, suggest this to you, that if we're very mindful, we can... Um, watch our mind to the point where we can see suffering arise. Um, I guess the idea is to really prevent suffering, but at least when we see suffering arise, which isn't that hard to do for, for, for many of us, we at least know, I guess, that we're attaching uh, to whatever it is that's happening. I, I just wonder what you think of... Um, it's not necessarily contradictory, I guess, to what you're saying, but I'd just like your comment. Thank you. Yeah. If you don't have the, the full understanding about this dependent origination and Four Noble Truths, you just only see just suffering arise. But you don't know. You just you may see that the craving is the, the proximate cause, you the, 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 the closest thing. But why the craving arise if you don't know the cause behind that craving? That is called delusion. You know, that's why it is good to understand what Lord Buddha, how Lord Buddha introduced, why the feelings arise within us. The impermanence of the feelings, if you don't see these things, you just try to fix the craving. You never end up fixing craving because it is a part of the system. <laughs> feelings is a part of the system. The craving is a part of the system. That's why it, you should have that certain level of understanding about the, the, the dependent origination and the root cause of the dependent origination. You, if you try to treat the, the, the things arise in the present moment, they try to treat the present moment problem, you, don't, you, you, are, you are just fooled by all the time. If you, you should see the root causes. That's why uh, this, this Dhamma should introduce by the people who develop their mind to the higher states. So the people who, who have the worldly level of mind don't understand the root causes. They just try to fix whatever thing arises in the present moment, but there is no end. So you all you fix one, another one arises. You fix it, another one arises. So that, that's why you always going behind the craving. You try to fulfill your craving to fix the problem, but never end of cravings because you don't see the root cause of the craving. Delusion, because you you don't see your your the, the uh, perceptions are changing, your feelings are changing, you are not aware of that. So why why these things are changing? Because the causes and conditions behind this process is changing. So once you see this is an impermanent process, impermanent, all the causes and conditions also impermanent. So then you see there is no no way to fix it. So even the, now the scientists, we, the people who analyze this, this reality, that is materiality and mentality to deeper stages, what they see, the uncertainty in, in, the, in the subatomic particles or go to the deeper levels of the reality, they see the uncertainty, how much uncertainty is there. So it is a part of the system. So that's why there is no fix to these things. That's why I let go of the consciousness. When you are conscious, then the feelings, perceptions arise. If you are not conscious, there is no feelings and perceptions arise. Why are you con conscious? You value consciousness. 
you cut off the value to the consciousness. First, you release from the five senses world consciousnesses, and you release from the. You are not aware of five senses. Then all the suffering related to five senses ceases. You can directly experience these things by developing your mind to the the, the fine material realm. So that's why Lord Buddha say, once you go there, once you experience those things, you know cessation is exist. Cessation, these things cease when the causes and conditions are ceasing. You directly experience the realities. So that's why. First, you have to be. You have to. Someone should introduce to you. This is the way how it happened. Because the people who develop the power, this this uh, this mind to to higher states, they directly experience the cessation. So that's why they they teach to the other people, develop this mind to the higher states. So then you 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 know how to uh, to end the suffering. Because this this. A mind enjoy the five senses because that is the conditioning. That is the previous conditioning. That is what you know. So then you try to avoid suffering by doing something else, but it never ends. This sankara, the doings, never gives an end to suffering because your choices change, your your perceptions change. Doings always going. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So if you if you reflect your life, the, the, your past, if you reflect your past, you see how you try to be happy. So in small age, sometimes your parents inspire you. You you should learn books. You suffer and you 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 work hard. You try hard and learn books and pass examinations. Then you say. Then the parents say. Oh, then you can get a good job. So then you get good marks and. You get a good job. Is that end of suffering? No. Then you see, yeah, to to go the, develop the career. So what you have to do? So you you should then you choose so many other things. Choices are always coming behind you. The all the always arise within your mind, and you go ahead, go ahead. When you come to the deathbed, you know what are the foolish things you have done. What are the things you missed in this life? You you know how to live better than this life. <laughs> That's why Lord Buddha said this consciousness is something like a mirage. You're just running behind this one. Always you get the new feelings, perceptions, and volitions. You go going behind these things, no end. So that's why you should understand the root cause of this consciousness. It is delusion. Avijja pachya sankara sankara pachya vinyana. That is the way how Lord Buddha explained this. The dhamma delusion is the root cause. The sankara, the, the your volitions arise because you are deluded. The mind is deluded. So when you were introduced, then you start seeing in that that angle, that uh, perspective. Then you are, you identify why the, the 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 intentions arise in our mind, perceptions and uh, the feelings. Then you 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 train because these feelings and perceptions are impermanent. These are change change time when you are experiencing different different things and when you learn things, your perception change. It is a natural flow of happening things. It is not your fault. It is a it is a it is a part of the system. It is the way how this consciousness works. So then you let go the whole consciousness. You re, you your mind inspired to release. From the five senses world at the beginning, then your mind released from five senses. Then you you see how you you can experience the liberation from suffering. Still, Lord Buddha say, even though you go to those states, those until you you enjoy the 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 experience, what experiencing whatever thing, it leads to the existence. Because you are experiencing things, you are your consciousness is still there. It is just a different state of existence, so that's why Lord Buddha said. Then that that's why Lord Buddha inspired to see things as impermanent. This is a fundamental truth. So even though you experience those states, you contemplate as impermanent, and you see the impermanence within the, those states. So then you let go, even though experience those experience, and bring your mind to the total cessation. So then. 
you see where all the 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 suffering ceases if you exist on in those states your past karma your pa- the 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 way of your mind drives is the work is your past intentions past karma come and work in with your mentality so then your mind go to different choices different feelings perceptions you don't enjoy the same thing all the time okay you can ask question Thank you Ajahn. We've got a couple of um online questions but there's one a general question that came up first that I thought I'd ask is um how do you react if a romantic partner just suddenly breaks up sometimes i get filled with anger sometimes with despair i'm aware of the emotional states i go through but it's never ending Yeah Yeah actually your first thing i think uh, the easiest thing is you have to be kind to yourself the, you are when you think about this uh, whatever thing you experienced it creates you unhappy it creates this sorrow lamentation pain all these things arise in your heart when you engage with that object when you are start reflecting on what has happened to me so just forget about it pay your attention to something else and engage with something else that is the shortest possible way to to avoid because when your mind engage with that object then it creates suffering if you can temporarily relieve sometimes you can engage with the the the, the work your job or other the, if you are if you are um, studying something or if you engage mu- if you are enjoy music that is also okay just divert your mind you are at, divert your attention to something else don't pay attention to that that incident or that um, the experience then you can see how you can release your mind from suffering because once you fall into that kind of thinking there is no end you your mind get deteriorate and you are go to depression or some bad mental state then then it is difficult to treat because your mind gets sick then you have to once you go to a the the doctor they will give you the the this uh, sedatives to to keep your mind the the doped and not not falling into the continuous thinking but these things sometimes difficult to handle some people sometimes they have to go to a psychiatrist or the, the, the psychoanalyst or someone to give you medicine so then you can liberate otherwise if you if you can uh divert your attention to something else and forget about what has happened forget about your past and just do whatever thing you you have to do now and pay full attention to these things and enjoy those work once you are start enjoying something else you naturally you forget your what 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 happened to you past that's all <laughs> thank you ajan i just wanted to ask on that because uh, i think all of us have been through really intense personal situations whether they're romantic or whether they're related to the, the loss of someone in some other way and it can be really hard as that person said in the, the question but don't we isn't the practice i'm just needing some some help here isn't the practice still even if it's really severe like that isn't the practice still just to recognize the quality of the feeling that is there to recognize the fact that sorry to make it really sound mundane but that, to recognize that sadness has arisen sadness is here yeah rather than getting caught in the story but still recognizing that the that the yeah. feeling has arisen and exists and is yeah. present yeah and that it will pass Yes. Isn't that still the practice? No yeah, matter, it is, no it is also okay. Severe? 
yeah it is also okay but when you feel the sadness sometimes uh uh how you relate to your sadness if you ta- take this sadness as a impermanent thing these things rise and pass away it is a part of life it is good it is correct but sometimes when you feel sad then you want to fix it then you want to 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 how to get rid of this one you want to throw it away so then you then then your mind starts struggling and try to, to try to find out to fix but if you accept as it is and let it be and let it fade away and disappear that is correct okay thank you that is correct thank you <laughs> because you are accepting the reality accepting the these things are not permanent that is important yes but sometimes people have this kind of you can't keep attention on these things because your mind just try to fix what i have done wrong so i shouldn't have done like this that your mind is fixing the past you fall into this mental stream then you can't come out because your craving is so strong so that's why if you are enjoying something else you can forget about that <laughs> that's why that depends on the people how they are trained how they they are past training so people some people have are skillful cut off and let go things so it is a training if you are if if he or she are a meditator they develop that skill they can quickly let go they don't ask this kind of question that's why sometimes people fall in fall back again and again to the same mental state means their mind is unstable so they 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 don't know how to let go they haven't trained that one hmm. thank you ajan uh the next online question is um how is the concepts of the five aggregates or the skandhas used for developing mindfulness ask me how is the concept of the five aggregates yeah used for developing mindfulness yeah it is good when when you aware of your mind or your feelings you can just aware of the feelings not the perceptions and volitions so then this is this is a way how we develop mindfulness so when when you uh, focus attention to your body sometimes we the most easy thing is the form you you can uh, pay attention to the form that means it, the 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 how you this actually i i don't know exact the the english words you the the, the sometimes the pain is a form the pains arise in your body is a, is a, is a, is a it is a form how you how you perceive the body so it is not uh this when we explain the materiality this uh, the the heat and cold also a kind of form the the this uh, the roughness smoothness is also the co- kind of form so so how you how you understand your body how you understand the touches contact to the body so then it is a part of form so that's why so it is easy to go to the feelings that means do are you have a happy or uh, uh suffering but this form is more more prominent more clearly can see at the beginning once your mind little bit calm down you can clearly understand the feelings whether you you feel happy or sad sometimes people can do it at the beginning so when you focus to the feelings you should not take feelings as yours it is a part of the mental phenomena if you take it as yours then you start dealing with it then you interact with your mind directly interact these things and uh, try to enjoy or try to get rid of these things but if you take these things as as a natural phenomena so then you are you are watching your feelings you are watching your perceptions how things arise and how things ceases so then you can focus to the perceptions how these things manifest in your mind and 
fade away and disappear and another thing come another object come how you how you perceive these things but easy things are the forms and feelings at the beginning then volitions volitions also manifest very strongly that depends on that is uh, your intentions so you can di- differentiate all these things when your mind is calm and still so that's why at the beginning you should calm down your mind by letting go letting go all the feelings all the perception just enjoy one thing enjoy the stillness enjoy uh, the the breath just focus keep your attention and let the mind calm down not to think because thinking when mind start thinking your mind is agitated your mind is involved in thinking so that's why thoughts come to your mind just let go thoughts don't pay attention to the thoughts just focus your attention to one object and let go all others then it it leads to the calming down in your mind so that's why the this the 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 calming down meditation is important at the beginning then you can understand mentally how things arise and how things ceases you can keep attention on feelings perceptions separately you can develop that mentality then you see things arise and these things ceases so that's why this is the the basic classification because this in this classification is easy it is it is that's how lord buddha introduced and it is the when the practitioners also experience it is easy to easy to understand these things one at a time if you say for example you are watching you are stand aside of the road and you watch the cars if you want you can keep your attention on the side mirrors of the cars you just see the side mirrors are moving not the cars <laughs> because you are you are you are paying attention to the side mirrors you are paying attention to the model of the car or the or the brand of the car you see the brands you just your eye attention go go to the the brand or the shape or something in front if you are if you are practice the the brands or if you if you watch the side mirrors you just check the, the watch the side mirror that kind of uh, practices you know the similarly you you watch whatever thing arise in your mind you watch the feeling or you watch the the perception or watch the intention come because these things come as a whole all all have this mentality this is you then you need you see how we can separate these things and pay attention separately and let go these things actually you can't develop at the beginning first you have to calm down your mind that is the way how it works so let go most of the stuff stuff and uh, develop the stillness of the mind once you develop the stillness to deeper stages then you can see very clearly how things arise and how things ceases what are the causes and conditions in associate with these things the things how what are the things arise with the others and how things ceases when the 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 the, the associated factors are ceasing hmm. Ah, uh, thank you for the talk. I it's always find it refreshing to hear about concentration yeah. and attention yeah. and how we can improve that in our daily life. Yeah. Pardon? Yeah, thank you. Um so my uh what I'm curious about is um well, what's been coming up for me is I find that um the more I can be still when I'm working through something unwholesome arising or something pulling me in another direction away from concentration, if I can remain say still and you know non-react you know act as if it's like not bothering me the less it is and the deeper the stillness of the mind seems to um uh feel within so i'm um yeah wondering if um well i guess i don't know how much there's to discuss but you'd say it's, would you say that right um, being still is a big factor of uh, attention and concentration like if you're dealing with say some unwanted thoughts if you can remain still can that that helps with the concentration in leveling the mind a bit uh that's just what i'm curious of here about hearing about that's right yeah the, 
Yeah, stilling your mind is uh, keep away all the unnecessary stuff is make your mind still calm. So then you can uh, uh, you can uh, enjoy first do the, suf- the avoid suffering. Now once your mind calm and still, there is no unhappiness. You are you have contentment. Uh, that is one of the important thing you have to understand. So suffering arise when you engage with object because choices the the your feelings perceptions when you engage with external objects or internal objects when you are thinking when your mind not thinking not engage with objects then your mind is contented happy this is the thing you have to identify this is one of the important thing of the practice you are temporarily liberated from suffering. You have to identify this one. This is an important thing to experience. So when your mind <clears throat> go back and engage with the world, other things, so then you have the feelings, perceptions start arising related to those objects. It creates the suffering. Then you have to do things. You have to. You have to. Then you. You are. You are. The worries come when you are engaged with this world. So that's why. Then you understand this. All these engagements create suffering. If you can release, let go all these things, because you want. You are conditioned to use these things. You are conditioned to to enjoy things. That's why you want to go there. Go back there and enjoy the world because you were conditioned. But once you go there, definitely you, you get suffering. <laughs> it is a part of the system. <laughs> because you are deluded. You are, you are trying to find out the better thing, good thing, nice thing. Among this impermanent world, everything changed. Your internally, your, your feelings, perceptions change. Even though the external objects are not changing, your, your choices are changing to different things. So it is a part of the reality. It is a part of this consciousness. So once you let go things and live, stay without interacting with these things, you see you are contented. You are happy. Uh, I'm reminded when I was listening to you, you talked about outflowing or outflows yeah. and I'm, I was just, um, is that sort of like um, when you're thinking about the world and interacting with it and that's yeah. what brings about yeah. that sort of, yeah, no, yes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah that's what called Kamasava. Kamasava is the, the outflows through five senses. Yeah. So when you are engaged with five sense objects, the mind is always thinking, 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 try to find out better one, nice one. So you are in to get this one, that one, how to eat, how to drink, how to do this thing, how to go there, how to... Always mind is choosing. That is called karma, sir. It is outflows. Because you, are, you have interest, vested interest on the five sense world. It is a part of the system. So once you meditate and let go of the five sense world and let your mind calm down and still, no involvements. The karmas will stop for temporarily. You are not thinking about five sense world. You see the liberation. You see. Then once your mind go back, you see how suffering start again. And then the worrying and all problems come back. So this is just the so the small experience, short term experience. You can le- de- develop your mind to high, very high states for stay a long time. Then you see, then you clearly see why this suffering arise because we rely on the unreliable stuff, <laughs> unreliable feelings, perceptions, volitions, unreliable. These are impermanent stuff. Why? It is a part of the system that this, this human rebirth, human birth is based on delusion. All kind of existences based on delusion. That's what Buddha said. Because the deluded mind wants to ex- experience the world. Avijja, the delusion is the root cause.
because you 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 try to find out something good experience but mind is not a thing they, they, they enjoy the same thing it goes to different things it want to find out a better thing it is not satisfied with the same thing all the time <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay. 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 Now, now we are going to finish. No. Okay. We pay respect to Buddha Dhamma Sangha. <laughs>